Hi, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host and owner of the Blog Cabin. Today, I'm joined by working mom and fellow entrepreneur, Stephanie Lorente. We are chatting about her business, Restored for Moms, an organization that helps working moms know that they are not alone through events and more. Listen in on this chat and find out how I was introduced to this great organization. Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'm here with Stephanie from Restored for Moms. And Stephanie, I want to tell you a little bit about how I learned about your organization. If you saw the picture in the intro, that's a picture of Molly Stillman and I taking the first time I ever went to Restored for Moms. And I learned about Restored for Moms through Molly speaking. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Yes. Well, first of all, Molly's awesome. We love her at Restored and she is just a gift. So I'm so glad that you heard about Restored through her. Um, so about me, well, my name is Stephanie Lorente, like you said, and I I do a couple of different things. So I uh, grew up, I'm in North Carolina. I'm sure your audience is kind of all over, but I grew up in North Carolina and went to school at NC State go Wolfpack. And um, I, when I got out of school there, I uh, was able to start working for a a public relations agency that I had interned at. And um, they taught me so much. So I do PR and I also am um, the owner of this company called Restored that supports working moms. So um, NC State kind of pushed me into that, not pushed me, but um, guided me into a career in public relations. And I'm able to use some of those skill sets, actually my second uh, business uh, with Restored. So tell us a little bit about Restored. Is it just for working moms or is it for moms in general? So what I like to tell people is that we, it is a company that is geared towards working moms. Like working moms are our core focus we are passionate and obsessed over working moms. But if you are a stay-at-home mom or if you are somebody who's um, interested in some of the things that we're looking at and talking about, then come on, we are by no means um, gonna shoo you out the door. So um, we, we are mom-centric and just laser-focused on working moms. Now, what exactly does Restore for Moms do? Good question. So. We, for working moms, it's really hard to um, cultivate a community for yourself outside of your family and your coworkers. And so we cultivate that community for working moms and provide a lot of resources and things to help working moms thrive. And like, what kind of resources are you talking about? Yeah. So um, 
one thing that we, the thing that we started with and kind of our bread and butter is what we call our table talk events. And so normally outside of a COVID-19 scenario, um, normally we are able to meet in person. And that's actually what uh, you came to with Molly that time. Um, and so the, the biggest thing that working moms are um, kind of craving or missing out on is, is this sense of community and we're able to cultivate some of that through in-person events. It's not networking, um, but it is a place to just kind of get to know others in your same season of life um, and be able to encourage each other in your, your motherhood journey and that kind of thing. So, so um, one resource to answer your question, one resource is our table talk events. Another thing that we've started doing more recently uh, offering some digital options is uh what we're calling ask the expert sessions. And so these things will bring in speakers on things that working moms care about a lot of just, just any mom really would care about these uh, like finances or um, summer childcare. What are we supposed to do? Like we can't send our kids to track out camp. Cause like a lot of those are closed. Preschools are closed. So what do we do for summer childcare? Um, we'll bring in experts and, um, and then host an event kind of like this, like a virtual event where people can ask questions and the experts, they are central. Another thing we're doing more recently too, is I'll say over the past few months is a uh, Bible study. So one place um, we're restored, I, I call it a differentiator, is, um, is we are supportive of moms in their community and being wives, being workers, being spouses. But really the element that across the board is most supportive for moms is supporting them in their faith and all of those multiple roles that they uh, multiple hats that they wear. So one thing that we've started doing is a virtual Bible study. We've um, done Philippians. We've covered Colossians. We're going to probably offer a third one in the fall. Summer is just a nice time for people to take a little break from stuff. But um, yeah, so those are some of the resources. We're also putting out digital content on our Facebook pages, our Instagram pages, whether it's an article. I think today I posted one on um, on Facebook. It's just like this mom showing real life, like here's what it's really like to work from home. And her kids are like peppering her with questions and things like this. So I'm um, just kind of showing that, that real life mom life. I love how you were able to pivot a little bit during COVID and start offering the Bible studies that you probably wouldn't have offered, you know, Otherwise, the, the virtual and we have actually Patty Chamley said she loves the virtual Bible studies and I do, too. I actually kind of can come on all the time with Colossians, but I did do Philippians and I got so much out of Philippians. It was just amazing. And I'm glad you're going to do one again in the fall. Yeah, that we've had such a good response to those. Um, and it's hard. It is so hard for working moms to get to all the things. They're so their attention is diverted in so many different directions, their time and is in such high demand. And so by no means are we like, if you sign up for this one thing, you have to come and you can't come back if you don't come to the one thing. Cause it's just, it's impossible for working moms to do all of that. So when we put the Bible study out there, we said, well, we'll open up. This is the first one, the Philippians one that you did. Um, we'll open up a few slots and see if people are interested and want to come because that's one, you know, one of our core values is, is the Christian faith. And, and so we want to support moms in that. And it filled up in less than 24 hours. So we said, okay, okay. People are interested in this and we'll, um, we'll try and offer a second one um, on the same with the same content. So we did another one back to back nights and that filled up. And so it, it's been, um, I think it's, 
a really nice option for moms who right now, especially in this scenario where there's you know quarantine and we're all um, working from home and we're we're here a lot with our families. It's just it's a it's a nice which has been good, but like it's a nice option to kind of get outside of your home without getting outside of your home and to discuss things that are meaningful and that impact every other aspect of your life. Yeah. Um, so how did Restore for Moms come about? Tell me a little bit about the history of it. Good question. Unique history. And um, so I used to work in what I call corporate land um, filled with cubicles and offices and um, which I loved my job. I worked for the, the world's largest turkey producer and doing their public relations for a number of years and um, loved the people I worked with, loved the work that I did, really enjoyed um, just the, the opportunities it afforded me. What happened when I was there was I had two kids and they were super flexible with me. Um, they were really kind. Um, as I ex explored like how to be a mom on my own. And what I realized I was kind of needing was this sense of community outside of my work, outside of my family. And because when you're working on the first thing to drop is friendships. Mm -hmm. It just, you just don't have time to meet people for coffee and all this stuff. So, um, but it's good to do those things. And so as I'm sitting in my cubicle wondering like, Hey, how, how should I, I don't know, fill in the blank. Uh, think about childcare. How should I do this best for my kid? Can I have a play date this weekend? All of those things. Um, there are lots of mom groups that address that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but they, uh, the majority of them meet at 930 in the morning or 10 a.m. Yeah. And, you know, if it's a Bible study or whatever. And you, when you're a working mom, you can't get to that. Um, most of the time, unless you have a super flexible schedule. So I started thinking, gosh, I would really like this resource for myself. Meanwhile, um, on the other side of town, this girl who I did not know at the time, her name is Allie. She's wonderful. Um, she was thinking the same thing. And um, so long story short, we kind of joined forces and created this thing that um, had a different name at the time. Um, and Allie um, was blessed to be, she's about to have her third child. And so she's, um, she's taken some time to go and do that. And um, I said, well, gosh, you know, if she's going to go do that, I'm still super passionate about this. And um, so I moved forward with it um, on my own with Allie's full support. And so we, um, so Restored has just kind of developed into this thing that I needed, she needed, and so many other moms have really bought into. And you're coming up on a big birthday, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so funny story. Um, so in March, we turned, the business itself turned three. How And we had a huge celebration planned. Um, it was going to be amazing. And then we went into lockdown. And so we couldn't really celebrate. Um, so we've had to reschedule it. It's now going to be July 31st is our big, it, it was birthday party. We're now just, we're now just calling it a, um, like a summer soiree. It's a mom's night out, really. There's um, this, it's all the same stuff we were going to do in March, but shifted to summer. So it's going to be so fun. Um, vendors like dry bars come in to do hair. Um, my, oh, my friend Caroline, who makes these earrings, uh, she works, um, she has a company called Pearson Hyde. They're coming to sell earrings. There's girls coming to sell stationery and clothing and all kinds of stuff. Um, 
anyway, so they're going to come and sell things. We have wine, we have food, we have a wonderful space. It's at the Greenhouse Picker Sisters just in Raleigh. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Last time we had, uh, I want to say, I don't know, 50, 75 people there. This year we were hoping for more. We'll see what this COVID-19 thing does, though. Do you have backup plans just in case? Because I saw today that we may go back down on lockdown again. I read that article too. Yeah, I read that article too. So um, we are, we're noodling on ways that we can still have a uh, celebratory experience while making people feel very safe and honoring um, the the things that we want to celebrate and still giving moms some time off um, to to have some me time. Yeah, because moms definitely need time off now. Yes, girl. Yes, 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 yes. We do. Oh. And and it's, um, you know, I'm really fortunate, I feel like, because I've worked from home for a while now. My husband also works from home for a while. He's been doing that ever since we've had our first child. And um, so we've kind of had this work from home system kind of down. But I look around at the, you know, the mom circles that I'm in and um, just some things that I follow online. And I go, Oh my gosh, if I was still in the work, the, the corporate workplace, what a shift that would be to go from, you know, being able to, to do your thing in a different space that's away from your kids, away from your dog, away from your spouse, away from the laundry pile and the dishes, um, and then kind of to be in it all the time. That's just, it's a shift. It's a big shift. And so, um, yes, I, I can empathize for sure. With I mean, story. honestly, I can't imagine ones with littles. I mean, my daughter is a senior in high school. Well, she basically, like we said before, she basically has graduated. She's like, I'm done. But I can't imagine the ones with littles now having to try to balance work and them being home all the time because you know they're constantly wanting your attention 100% of the time and you can't always give it to them, especially if you have to work at home. So, yes, yes, it's so true. And I, it, and it's there's this guilt um, that is so real for moms because um, when you're let's pretend you're going to an office still, um, there's this guilt that's there because you're leaving them. You're either dropping them off at daycare, even if you're dropping them off with a grandparent, it's not you that's with them. And so there's this incredible amount of guilt that comes with that. But now that everybody's you know drawn towards home. There's also guilt there, too, because like you said, they they want your attention. They deserve your attention. They need I'm sorry if a kid walks in. I hear them out there. Um, <laughs> they need their their mamas and their daddies. And um, it, it it. Oh, no, that's my dog. Um, so, <laughs> But they need even our dogs need our attention. Right. Exactly. So, so, um, so that, but there's this guilt when you're like, no, I'm on a I'm on a deadline. I have to do this for my boss. I have to. For me, I do public relations, right? So I'm like, I have to get this story in, you know, the into this reporter by a particular time, and it just, um, it's it, there's a there's a guilt kind of either way you go, and I know stay at home moms have a level of guilt too that they're dealing with as well. Yeah, I can actually from both sides. When my younger, my older two girls were 
born, I was able to stay home, especially with my second one when she was born. But then I went back to work when my third one started preschool and I had that guilt of, you know, and I got it from both sides. Like, oh, when you're working, oh, well, you have time out with other people. And then when you're not working, oh, you have all this time to yourself. And I'm like, no, I don't have that. You know, you still have that three, four year old, five year old, six year old or up to age 15, 16. You know, you still have them constantly asking you, hey, can I do this? Can I do that? Can I eat this? Can I, I want something to eat. I want that. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? I think that's the number one question is what's yes, for food. Dinner. Always food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always food. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. And there's so many struggles like that, that are not unique to a working mom or unique to a stay at home mom. There's so many things that we all love our families. We all want the best for each other and um, we all want to lift each other up. And it's, there's so many things that cross over. I think that inter there's intricacies with each one. Like what is the the struggles and the guilt associated with being a working mom are um, slightly different than those associated with being a stay at home mom. But there's it's still guilt. It's still something that, um, you know, a restore will say um, that, you know, the, the Lord addresses guilt. He addresses shame. He addresses all of these things across the board. Um, there is no one place where he talks about like the working mom should do this and the stay at home mom should do that. No. Um, so we're, we're just um, like cheerleaders for moms in general. And then a lot of our content is just geared towards the intricacies of working moms. I love how you said cheerleaders for moms, because I honestly think moms need cheerleaders. I mean, they're probably the most overwhelmed and underrated people yeah. in the United States. Yes, yes. And and you know what? One thing I've always said too, and I feel like, like this is just true, like to my core, and I feel like it is it is biblically true as well. Um we you know, we are absolutely cheerleaders for working moms, but I never want to forget that um, so many working moms have uh, spouses that are their cheerleaders too. And um, there's a lot of mom um, or like women, I'll say women centric um, things you can read or, or um, communities or organizations that um, that man bash. And we don't ever want to be part of that. We yeah. we have spouses that are um, doing the best that they can. We're doing the best that we can. And they have their own battles that they're fighting too. Or they just look a little different between moms and dads. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we want to be cheerleaders for moms, but we, we at the same time want to be um, uh Maybe not cheerleaders isn't the best word, but um, affirm are the dads yeah. as well. Yeah, that's true because I mean the dads are majority of the time the dads are the major breadwinners, so they're out there pulling what they can, working longer hours probably than well longer work hours, time paid hours than moms do most of the time. You know because you know moms work longer hours as well, but sometimes they're not. It's off the clock when they get home. It's like dinner dishes, laundry, everything like that. So definitely. Yeah. It, de it, you know what I, it depends on the role. We have several moms who are, are, um, are intense participants in restored that are like, they have stay at home husbands mm -hmm. and, um, and vice versa. There's, um, those roles go both ways. I think it just depends on your career and, um, it, it, moms, but I love what you said about moms um, who are basically doing two full-time roles. You've got your job that you get paid for, and then you get off the clock and you come home and you get your job you don't get paid for. I mean, you get paid in hugs and kisses, right? But <laughs> 
you don't get paid to, uh, you know, be a short order cook most nights or to, I got like two loads of laundry going downstairs right now, right? You don't get paid for that, but you do, hopefully you get appreciated for that. But a lot of times um, what I've found when I, when I talk to our moms that participate in our store is that there, I don't know if you know a whole lot about the, the love languages book, the um, different, there's like five different love languages, but a husband will speak uh, words of affirmation to his wife, like, Hey, thanks for doing the laundry or thanks for doing the dishes. But the wife's love language might be quality time. So a lot of times they're like passing ships in the night when they don't feel appreciated because they're not receiving the love language that they like the most. But, um, but you know, the husband, they're trying, they're trying. <laughs> yeah. Mine is my husband is words, you know, telling him he's doing a great job. <laughs> mine is like, you show me, show me, you know, mine are acts of love. Mine are like, like do the laundry for me today. That would be great. You know, instead of just, yes, we're opposite. My husband is acts of service and mine is words of affirmation. Tell me I'm doing a good job. And I'm like, I will replay it in my head the rest of the day. Um, and he's like, take out the trash. And that's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not, by no means am I bashing anyone that their husbands stay at home because actually if they had the choice to do that. Oh my right. God would be awesome because the dads get to see you know get to be a full-time part of their children's lives but by no bashing that so i wanted to make sure people were clear that you know you know what works with your relationship every That's relationship right. is different every marriage is different every parent being a parent is different you can have three children and they're totally different like all three of my kids are totally different as yeah. i'm sure you are too and personality wise so so different like they couldn't be more different but it's good it keeps us keeps us on our toes right yeah it, totally on your toes <laughs> now um tell me a little bit more let's go back to your soiree is there a cost for that yeah so um so it is 25 dollars, and that includes like when you pay the $25, you get um, uh, your ticket to get in. You get a glass of wine. If you drink wine, if not, we have other beverages there as well. You have um, appetizers and a ticket to, for there's so many giveaways y'all. There are so many amazing local to me, local uh, North Carolina companies that have contributed um, giveaways. I mean, everything from like facials to, um, uh, free babysitting memberships to babysitting services. I mean, it's just, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to win this stuff. I can't, I won't. I won't win this. So anyway, there's a raffle ticket uh, included with that. So I think it's a pretty sweet deal for, and, and plus um, you just get a night out. You know, if we're able to host it, you get a, you get a night out um, with your friends or to meet new friends, which is part of the mission, right? Like let's, let's not, let's meet new people that can support us in our, you know, in our roles as moms and our roles as employees or business owners and our roles as spouses and um, see that kind of come to life. And um, the Bible talks a lot about community and, and a lot of what I've, what I've realized through um, learning from other moms and restored is so often moms feel so isolated and like alone in this struggle to um, to feel like you're doing a good job as a mom. Um, and so they they feel alone because you, you might not be able to talk to your immediate family members about what you're feeling or thinking as a mom. You, you probably don't want to talk to a lot of your coworkers about that because 
maybe it seems less than professional or maybe it seems maybe you're not that close with the people that you work with. Um, and like I said earlier, those friendships are the first things to drop. And so we just it, it's it's so good to come to either an event to connect via Zoom or virtual um, something and just meet like minded women that are in the same boat with you. And um, I know that's happened so many times where women might come either by themselves or maybe they bring a friend or something, but they'll meet somebody sitting at their table. And the next thing you know, they're like meeting up to go for runs together or their kids are having play dates or I just love hearing these stories. What, let me just tell you one story that I heard. If that, is that okay if I tell you a little? Okay. So one of the girls that um, started coming to Restored, I had no idea of this until recently. One of the girls who started coming to Restored, um, it's her first time, and she, I think she enjoyed herself, came back, met another girl at Restored. Well, I, I emailed her for something. I can't remember what it was. Um, I didn't even know that she had met this other um, mom there. And she said, hey, I just want to tell you, and you know, her email response to me, I just want to tell you, I have been going through this season of life that's been very difficult. And I, but my friend, I'll, I'll leave their names out of this, but my friend, my new friend has been able to walk me through it. She's been there with me. She's like, it's, she's been um, there to affirm me. She's been um, there for me to cry to. And I just want you to know that I met that friend through Restored. And I was like, done. That's it. It's worth it. It's all worth it. <laughs> so, it brings tears to your eyes. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm about to cry right now just talking about it because that is what it's about. And so many women feel like they don't have that connection of somebody that can just support them. And it's not an official mentorship program or anything like that. It's just like, who do you connect with? Okay, cool. Get their phone number, text them tomorrow. Um, if you want, I mean, there's no pressure to do any of that. Um, it's just come and have a good time, learn a little something and be around others who you like to engage with. So now this is just for local Raleigh area residents or can people from like, I traveled like the hour to hear Molly speak. Yeah, so. you, did. you did. That's so cool. Um, right now it is in the triangle, what um, in North Carolina we call the triangle. So Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill kind of makes a little triangle. Um, we are just, I, I live just outside of Raleigh. And so most of our events right now are taking place there. I would love to see this thing grow into other markets because I've seen what it can do for women. And I've seen how God just works. He just does his thing. And um, it takes a little bit of effort on my part, a lot of effort on his part. And then, uh, you know, women show up. That's great. And they do every time. So um I would love to see it grow and um, but, you know, in, in the right time, in the right timing, it'll it'll do what it's supposed to in the right time. I mean, I can just see from that first time I went to the event to now the events that you have and the ask, ask the ex experts, um, the virtual Bible study, all this. I mean, it's just it's grown just a short time. And I think I heard Molly speak a year ago, two years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. she was. I remember she was in October and I think it might have been maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. Ish. Um, yeah, she, she was an awesome speaker. Um, but yeah, it has grown. And I, I have noticed, you know, from its early days, I would know all the people, know all the faces. And now I've caught myself going, that's it that's a new face or that's it. You know, I, I don't know all of the email registrations that come in. I used to recognize them all. I, I don't now. And, um, and so that's, 
that's both good and and a little bit of a challenge because one of the things people love about Restored, you know, we've done some survey work to say like, what do you like? What do you not like? Um, and one of the things that comes back every time we ask women is what do you love about Restored? And they say the intimate feeling that's created with the small, um, I'll say small groups, but um, it, they just, they love that it's not this massive big conference that they don't know anybody at. They can walk in and feel comfortable being like, hey, my name's Stephanie um, and, and feeling engaged from there. So it is growing and that is wonderful. And I think my personal challenge is how can I help it to grow while also retaining that, you know, kind of small town feel. Yeah, that's kind of hard. Yeah. Patty said Molly was one of my first restored events. So yeah. um, Molly's a draw. <laughs> yeah, she is. She, we've had such good um, speakers. We've had around the same time Molly spoke. I think we had Emily Sexton from the Flourish Market. Um, we had, um, uh, I think Sharon Miller. She's written. She's an author. She's written a couple books. She was the very, very first restored speaker. Um, we've had Kelly Shiley, who's the CEO of uh, Mary Square, which is a, a, a gifting kind of uh, company. Um, we have had uh, Natalie home. She, she, oh, actually she did this thing in my lap. She designs these little uh, like notebooks, like the planner things um, for people who are extremely unorganized like myself. <laughs> uh, we've just, we've had a variety of people come in and speak. We've had um, very notable people too, which is so kind of people to just give their time to say, I want to support women too. Can I, can I speak to you on something I know about. So people have talked management to um, uh, just like kind of finding, finding your niche and what's the, um, I had one recently that was really good. Oh, priorities was really good. Um, and just kind of finding yourself in the midst of chaos at a girl, um, a girl who owns a shop in, this little town called Garner. Uh, it's called Little Details. Her name is Jessica. And she spoke on just her personal experience of like being a mom and um, going through some some health challenges with her children and how and just giving back, even a even in a time that was challenging for her, being able to give back into her community. And and I think it's inspiring for women to hear that because we all feel at one time or another, we're in some form of chaos, um, just pure chaos and, and how we can thrive even in chaos um, is, is a bit of an inspirational message to hear. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite Christian writers, Nikki Koziark says it's getting through the hard things during the hard times, doing the hard things during the hard times is what gets you through. And I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good quote or, or like mindset. Um, I was telling um, my, my mom had me come and speak at one of her, um, like they have, they have circle groups at the church that she goes to. And so she had me come speak that. And um, which is awkward to speak to women who raised you, right? Like I grew up in this church and I was like, oh, you raised me to, to, you know, be who I am. How am I speaking to you about these things? But she had me come speak about restored, which was fun. And um one of the thing, one of the points I wanted to make was like, we can do hard things because I, let me tell you, I am trained in public relations. I've worked in a large business. I've worked in small agencies. 
I have not ever done what I'm doing now. And it is, it ter- like, honestly, it terrifies me. I, I'm just like, I don't know how to like lead this giant group of women. And I don't have any training in like professional training and seminary or ministry or, you know, I, 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 I'm at a loss. Right. And so I, um, I argued with God a lot about taking this on, um, by myself and just, uh, thinking like, I'm not, I'm not equipped to do this and it, it will be hard. And I'm, um, challenged too much by having this, um, responsibility, but we can do hard things. And, um, it turns out it's not quite so hard when you don't take on, don't feel like all the responsibilities on you. Um, I'm like, I've been trying to have the mindset of, you know, God wanted this thing created. He um, kind of orchestrated, well, he definitely orchestrated all of these parts and pieces to come together so that it can exist and function. And um, so who am I to say no? So um, we're just, we're rolling with it. See what happens. I like the way you're rolling with it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, where do you get your ideas for the speakers and for the topics for each month? Because I know each month you have a different topic. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, so a lot of times it is what, well, a lot of times it's like, what do I need? What do, what have I am either now or in my past been challenged by? And how can I address that for other women? Um, uh, and uh, like I was saying earlier, we did some survey work. Like, what do, what do you need, um, mama friends? And they will come up with some really good ideas for me. Um, it is not by any means all of me that is creating this stuff. Um, I read through every single survey that comes in um, because I want to know that the, the content, the events, the um, relationships that we're, we're kind of producing are worthwhile for people. My, working moms are busy. They do not have time to sit there and and listen to a speaker that is not beneficial for them. Why? I could be at home with my family. I could be, um, you know, working on the things that I've got to do at work tomorrow. Like they don't have time for that. So let's make it worthwhile for them. So let's walk, walk me through a typical event for you, like from start to finish. Okay. So, um, a typical table talk would be um, we often meet at like a coffee shop or a local boutique or somewhere that has an atmosphere that's a little girly and a lot fun. And um, so people, you know, if we're at a coffee shop, people can grab their coffee. They can sit down and uh, or they could even peruse the store if they want to get there a little early, stay a little later. Um, so there's a benefit to a business owner who's hosting it, right? They can uh, maybe maybe uh, secure some sales that way. And um, so the atmosphere is nice and calming and girly. And then um, we have a few minutes where people are um, just chatting, checking in with each other, introducing themselves. Then we um, I'll make some introductions of the speaker. The speaker will talk for maybe 30, 45 minutes on whatever the um, the topic is. It's usually like 30 and then they'll do some Q&A for maybe 15 minutes, um, which the questions that these women come up with are always so awesome. I'm like, oh, I should have asked that. That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> so they the speaker does their thing and then everybody is split into tables. So there's maybe four to 
six people at a table, maybe eight. Um, and we give um, questions out at each table that are intended to inspire conversation, not yes or no questions and not questions that are um, going to be divisive, but intended to form unity and um, get you on the same page or at least talking about the same page with the person beside you. Um, so we'll ask questions related to what the speaker just spoke about. And this is how women come to know each other. Um, and that is every time we ask, that is the most valuable thing that attendees, they just like, they love that part. They're like, yeah, here's, here's kind of the normal response. We might um, enjoy the speaker, but we come for the discussion. So that's the repeat. That's why they come back. Um, so anyway, they, we'll do um, a little chit chats around each table and then um, I'll close this out with maybe some announcements or, you know, giving people ideas of what their, the next events are going to be. And that is it. Like I do not, Again, I don't want to be a time waster and I don't want people to be like, oh, my gosh, I need I need to get home. So it's two hours max. If you and here's the other thing you need to jet jet. It's fine. Nobody's going to judge you for that. We know you got things to do. If you need to come late and bring your you know, McDonald's dinner with you in a bag, it's fine. We, we just they we try to be super flexible because you're working. You got lots going on. I love that. I will say anybody that has a chance to attend one of your events, they need to go. I mean, the, I got so much about the one that I attended and I actually connected with you through that, started following you. And then yeah. I'm like, and you actually were one of the women that I um, spotlighted in my women in business series on the blog. That's right. So, that was fun. I liked that. And then to think about the questions that you asked. Yeah. Yeah. And then doing the online Bible study with you as well. You get to know a little bit more about the women because they're actually sharing more about their lives because they're talking about, like, I remember one woman said, yeah, my love language, my husband does it all. My husband does the cooking. My husband does the cleaning. I just, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm like, wow, you know, I would be fine with it too. Is he in a catalog somewhere? <laughs> But I think anybody needs to check out Restored for Moms because it's a great resource for moms. I just wish, like I said, there was more localized. There's more places like this for moms. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you are watching and you want to start a something, you just let me know. We will figure it out. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, yeah, it, I appreciate your kind words. That's very sweet. And I do feel like there is a, a, um, a deeper relationship that's formed, you know, when you're able to connect with um, with like minded women just in your same season. And um, it is a very what my experience has been um, just for myself, even outside of kind of leading it, just participating in it. Um, it's been a very safe space to um, express your your thoughts and your feelings and anything you're struggling with or to find out that you're not the only person struggling with a particular thing. Um, that, that's usually the case. Usually you, you're made to think you're the only one, but y'all, 70% of women work. Mm. You're not alone. There's most likely somebody else out there that's got your, your same or a similar something going on. Yeah, you know, I always said that my blog, the whole re main reason behind my blog was to let other people know they're not alone and that there is somebody out there that thinks just like them. And I don't know how many people have come up to me and said, you know, I'm so glad you wrote that article because I think the same way. And I thought I was the only one that thinks the same way. So there's more than one woman out there like that. So right. that's right. You never know. You got to put it, gotta put yourself out there a little bit. Yep. So what is up next for Restored for Moms besides your soiree in July? 
Hmm. Well, <laughs> it's hard to plan too much in the future these days because you just don't know what's going to what's going to pop up with um, current events, I guess. So um, right now, yeah, the July 31st is the next social event that we're having. So that will be different. That's different than the table talks that I just described. This is a social event. There's no speaker. It's just it's a fun thing. Um, I'm hopeful that in the fall we'll be able to resume some of the table talks um, and we'll start the the Bible study. Um, we've got some other kind of partnershipy things um, that are in the works. What I would love to share with you right now, but I'm not able to. So, um, but just you know, stay tuned. I would say you know to to follow along with updates. There's the website, which is just restoredformoms.com. There's the, there our Instagram handle, which is the exact same thing. Restored for moms. And there's Facebook, which is the exact same thing. It's really easy, guys. <laughs> Restored for moms. Um, so you can follow along there. And we've also got an, a digital newsletter that we'll send out with lots of updates and things. That way we have started profiling and out the, the, um, the healthcare crisis with COVID-19 has been just like devastating for a lot of people. Um, for Restored, it has almost forced us to, you talked about pivoting earlier, it's forced us to do some things we were already wanting to do, um, like this did, uh, online Bible study, like these digital um, resources. And, and um, another thing we've been wanting to do is to profile moms that are in our community. We started doing that last month, I think it was last month. Um, and we've got another one of those profiles coming out this week. So um, that's, you know, I guess, the immediate kind of new thing um, is that we'll we'll be profiling moms because the last thing I want this to be is the Stephanie show. Um, I would much rather it be about the moms who make up this community and make it what it is um, than, than about myself. I, like I said, I'm in PR. I would rather put somebody else out front and, and uh, tell them. Yeah. So you have a group that you work with is, or is it just you right now? Or do you have like employees or interns? Uh, or? Well, my husband is my senior advisor. <laughs> He's been supportive of this thing since day one. Um, and so I could not, I could not do this without, um, without him. And um, so he stays in the background a lot, uh, but he is constantly asking me, are you, have you thought about this or he's real good at strategy. So what, what are you doing? You know, when you're looking at this, so he's asking me the hard questions. And I also have uh, this summer an intern that I love so much. Her name is Lauren and um, she's been really helpful with the, um, the social media aspect of things. Cause I'm old now and I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, guys. So she's been really helpful there. And um, and on the blog, she's helping me with that a lot. Um, but I do not have any employees. Maybe one day that would be really awesome. I would love to have a partner in crime. But um, for right now, just this girl. <laughs> That's amazing that you're able to create something like that with God's help. And just basically like two other people really hands on to be able to create the kind of events that you create. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. It really has a lot less to do with me and a lot more with kind of how he wants to shape this thing up. So um, so that's awesome. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to what like what's yet to come. I'm um, I'm waiting for uh, some some direction on a few things and um, I'm excited about what the future holds for it, um, especially once we're able to 
gather safely again. I think it'll be um, a really interesting time because we will have that and we will now have some digital components in place that we're able to um, kind of run in tandem with. So it'll be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to just any and coming to another event, even though I, I know I'm not in the triangle. I'm pretty sure you won't turn me away if I show up. Right. <laughs> come on, my friend. Come on. I would love it. I would love for you to be able to come. Yes. I will not turn anybody away that wants to show their sweet face and talk about mama things. <laughs> and who knows, maybe somebody that's coming from another community show up and say, Hey, this is really beneficial. Stephanie, I want to pair with you. Let's start another one in my community. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm open to all kinds of conversations that are um, that are beneficial for moms and um, those that are passionate about moms. Well, I want to thank you, Stephanie, for coming on and talking about Restore for Moms, because I think it's a great organization. Like I said, I already I fell in love with it. Well, I got introduced to it through Molly. I went to hear Molly speak because, you know, Molly's such a dynamic speaker. But then yeah. I started following you. I signed up for your newsletters, started following you on social media. And then when you did the Bible study, I was like, wow, this is such a great community of women to be around for, especially if you need support, no matter what walk of life you are in a momhood. Right. right. I, I, I appreciate that so much. Like just the words of encouragement, words of affirmation right here, right here all day long. That is so, <laughs> that is so sweet of you. Um, and I, yeah, I have found too that even if you're a person that is on the fringes of Christianity, like I would call you maybe faith interested and not like I am all about it all the time. Um, maybe check it out. Right. And see, see if it's something that, um, that sparks, um, sparks interest. And, um, because again, like you just said, like all walks of life, like it, we're all just in such different stages, but all kind of with that same, um, on that same path of motherhood. And, and so I would say faith interested, um, is, is a good place to be to just check it out. Yeah. I want to thank you again and thank everybody thank for watching and I hope you tune back in and Stephanie. I will tell you guys, Stephanie says I've only done one other Facebook live, so she did an amazing job. So I'm giving her claps right now. You did amazing. Thank you, thank you. I'm usually on the other side of the camera with putting other people in front. So thank you so much for, for your patience with me and learning how to do this. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Chats from the Blog Cabin. I hope that if you're a mom listening, you know that you're not alone with organizations like Restored for Moms out there. If you're not a mom, that's okay. There will still be chats for you. Thank you for being part of the Chats from the Blog Cabin podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to leave a rating or review. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed and remember, keep chatting.